following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. Well, today is Saturday, November 7th. We are recording this at about 6.05 p.m. People are dancing in the streets, losing their minds, if you will, because it's the moment we have all been waiting for. I can't even tell you how long. Years. Years, two, three years maybe. This is what everybody has been waiting for. Des Bryant is back, everybody. All right. You thought the day would never come. The X Factor would return. But no, he is back. Are you excited, Chris? I thought you were going to say... Tom Brady is on a different team. That's what I thought. I, and he's good on a different team. No, well, I had thought about reading that uh, text message. and for It's incredible. Yeah. And it's for, incredible. For those of you that have not seen it, and at, at this point, because things are viral, uh, it, it, probably everybody in the brother has seen it. However, if you have not, it basically goes on a rant that makes the other person sending the text seem as though that they're defending Donald Trump and then at the end it says you have to give it to him Tampa Tampa uh, Tom Brady is turning around Tampa Bay uh, so it's a very funny very funny text message and if you have not seen it uh, I don't know ask around and have somebody forward it to you because I'm sure it somebody you know has it uh, anyway it was a uh, it is November uh, 6th here beautiful day up here in the northeast. Uh, we had a 70-degree day today, you know, hanging out outside. It was beautiful. And uh, I, I filled up three hours of the morning doing leaves because that's what everybody wants to do. Um, and now we're getting to sit down and, and talk a little NFL football. We already had one game in the books on Thursday night. Did you watch the disaster that was Green Bay, San Francisco? I watched for fantasy purposes. I, I the the rest of that was just awful. It really was not a good game. Um, but what do you? I, I I mean, what do you want? The amount of people that were out of that game was just patently ridiculous. I, I mean, San Francisco. I'm I'm surprised they were even able to put a team up there. Uh, I I was surprised. I. You know, and a lot of people were talking about it on sports radio. And what I was reading about was that, you know, why didn't the NFL push the game back? I, I just they pushed a lot of games back earlier in the year because of this stuff. And then all of a sudden, a team literally gets decimated by covid and they don't push that game back. Yeah, well, if you think about it, who who are they going to get back because of it? Because it was Bourne, Williams, and uh, are you? That's not that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the team was literally infested with uh, contact tracing from the COVID virus. 
that happened a couple weeks ago and they, they pushed games back and pushed them back and pushed them back. It seems as if now they're just saying, look, we've accepted it is what it is. We're pushing through no matter what. Sure. Okay. In that regard, I agree with you that there is definitely a different approach toward this season when it comes down to COVID-19 and positive tests. And that is... Yeah, they're... That's, they're just, they don't care. Yeah, they, they definitely have said, look, mission one is to get through this season in any way, shape, and form. And now that the numbers are ticking up with COVID cases, we're definitely going to have to bend a little bit so that we don't miss out on completing this season. And you've already seen the talks because this week, or you've already seen the talks that note they're considering the what-ifs because they started talking about the 16-game postseason if Week 18, should they need it, is utilized and they still don't get all the games in. So COVID is right at the forefront of the NFL season right now. And, I mean, just to run down all of the COVID cases that are going here. So this week you had the Browns with a COVID case. Marlon Humphrey of the uh, Ravens had a COVID case. That affected a whole bunch of people, and they're all they all came back though today or yesterday. AJ Dillon of the uh, Packers, uh, Arizona had two cases. Devin Kennard, Byron Murphy, John Elway, and CEO John Ellis of the Broncos. Andy Dalton, 49ers, like we talked about. Texans linebacker Jacob Martin. Bears center Cody Whitehair. Colt Stafford. And then today is Steelers Stafford. And Matt Stafford. Although he came. No. Back. Matt, he came Matt Stafford didn't have it. Uh, he, he was uh, related to a case, but he's back, so it doesn't matter. Right, it's so, contact tracing. Contact he, tracing, yeah, but gonna... he was on the COVID-19 list. Yeah, but so was all the the four linebackers, the four defenders from Baltimore. They were all they all got activated three four days later. No, no argument. I agree. I, I that's not my my point is just to state you know the COVID nineteen thing is not going away. And like you had noted at the beginning of this, there is a distinct difference in approach now because I think they just want to get through the season any way shape they can. So. But the Thursday night game, oh, pardon me there. Uh, Thursday night game was really an atrocity, and it was not fun to watch in any way, shape, or form. If you were to have bet, which way were you going to go? Uh, the Packers. I mean, I think the line was seven, right? The line was seven and a half when it went off. Over under was 48 and a half. I'm yeah, not going to lie. I probably would have gone under. Uh, yes, I like the under. Uh, I. But and the under what was the final score? It was thirty four seventeen. So twenty seven seventeen thirty four seventeen. Thirty four seventeen. So right. the over hit. I yeah, I wouldn't. The original over I had. I think the original over was fifty something. Fifty something, and it came all the way down to forty eight. So that ended up being an over. In and it ended up being an easy cover. You know, for a while I was leaning. You know, we didn't pick this game, but I was leaning forty ers only because. I thought Mullins might be able to pull it off, and they still had some of that offense, and I just didn't, uh, you know, Packers on the road, 
you know, and that couldn't have been any closer, uh, any farther from the actual results because the 49ers just got their doors blown off. But it, it, some of that stuff was ridiculous. Why do you have Aaron Rodgers in that game after the sec, after the first half? I Listen, I told you I was watching this because of um, fantasy purposes, and the one guy I was uh, uh, going up against in, in a specific league, he, he had Aaron Rodgers. And so all I'm thinking, every single – Every single da- uh, uh, set of downs, I'm like, come on, this possession, they have to take him out. They have to take him out. They have to take him out. They played him and Devontae Adams. The entire the game. The entire – I couldn't believe it. It was such bullshit. I, if you've watched the NFL I, – you know, I, I don't know how old anybody is listening to this, to this show, but if you've watched this show, if you – Watch the NFL in Brett in Brett Favre. God, I, I'm all over the place right now. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's had so many fucking weird injuries where you know he broke his collarbone, he got the knee injury. Like he's not an Iron Man. No, and then I, I'm watching it, and I watch Devonte Adams on his last catch gets like tackled out of bounds and takes like a weird step, and we yes, we have I saw yeah, yeah, yeah. We have him in fantasy. And we we have him in fantasy on that league we share, that team we share. And I'm like, no way. I, I'm watching him slip and I'm like, no way. He's gonna get hurt. Well remember He's gonna get hurt. He had the he had the Liz Frank sprain last year that, that completely wrecked his season. Oh, I, I mean I, I had him uh, in the turf two toe, leagues. sorry, turf toe. Yeah, turf toe. I had him in for, took him in the first round of two different leagues and uh, but we're we're straying from the topic. It was it was it was crazy. Uh, that coach should be, I don't know what his point, what the point of that was, but like his team is very good and his team rides on Aaron Rod. Like it, it, his whole season rides on Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I don't know what got into his mind that he was like, I need to hammer Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers as much as possible right now. I just didn't understand it. I, there was just no need for it, and you just opened yourself up. Now nothing happened; nobody got injured, but it was just ridiculous. It was just ridiculous. He had money on the. He had money on the game. He was trying to hit <laughs> yeah, the over. Ah, uh, anyway, all right. Um, so I, I'll throw out the the week of news here before we start getting into uh, the recap and then the games. Uh, Jets trade Avery Williamson to the Steelers. It looks like he's going to play this week. Uh, Desmond King goes to the Titans from the Chargers. I think he's going to play, but I'm not sure about that. Hollywood. Wait, 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 wait. What's his name? Didn't get activated. Who? Avery Williamson. When, Williamson, when did he get activated? I just saw it today. Oh wow! So I didn't I, see that. That's, if he that got activated, I, I would imagine he he would play. That makes their defense even that much better. I know. Well, well, that game's a you know that game is going to be a landslide. That, 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 I'm saying mo- moving forward, that's just that, Garrett that Gilbert. Makes their... Good luck. Uh, Desmond King goes to the Titans for a six. Hollywood Brown was bitching about his role. I, what are you going to do, Hollywood? I, you know your quarterback really is having struggle in throwing the ball right now. Uh, 49ers trade Quan Alexander. Wow, that went south quick, huh? They trade him to the Saints for a fifth, uh, and I think they got back. Uh, they got back somebody in return, right? Didn't they get um, Kiko Alonso? Yeah, Kiko. Yeah, Kiko yeah. Alonso. Yeah. Talk about something. Kiko Alonso. Do you remember who he got? He got traded for that took him off of the Buffalo Bills. 
that took him from the Buffalo. They they sent him to the Dolphins. He had a monster season for the Buffalo Bills him, as a rookie, and then he was involved sent, in a pretty to big it. trade. Yeah, to the Dolphins. No. Yes, he was. No, he went I, to the yeah, Dolphins. He did go to the Dolphins, went, but you're missing the trade. It's before that. Before that, yeah. Kiko Alonso went from the Bills. He went from to... the Bills to the Philadelphia Eagles for Shady McCoy. Oh, that's how my long God. ago. That that that's how long ago. I know. You want to date yourself? You want to feel old? You know, not only are you uh, thirty and change with a wife and a kid, but uh, Kiko Alonso is still in the league and he's on his like twelfth team. Um. So anyway, he's involved in the Quan Alexander trade. They talk about the 16 post-game season, the uh, 16-game postseason that we talked about. Uh, Des Bryant, we touched already. Uh, Golden Tate today deactivated. He bitched uh, about his role, and the Giants said, all right, we'll see you, lady. <laughs> yeah, and his wife, like, liked a tweet, or, or he, uh, his yeah, wife she said joined a tweet. I, you know, just shut up. I, I, no offense to, to any significant others, family members. I... I just don't get involved in NFL matters and tweet about your husband's brother's father. Just don't. It, just leave it out. It's so stupid. I, I, social media. Uh, uh, show of hands. Everybody done with it? Right here. Big yeah. big hand right here. I'm so finished. Social media. I, Twitter is a great way to get news, and that's the way it should stay. Anyway, um, injuries. Uh, Trent Brown got released from the hospital. Is your Raider playing tomorrow? Jacobs? No, no, no. Trent Brown. The tackle, the one that oh, they, they, they almost I, killed no. with the IV. No, he's on the he's on the second he's on a sec Kugelis for the second time. He the only time he can be activated is tomorrow, but I don't know. No, I he was gonna play he, last week and then they, they they tried to give him an IV and they almost gave him an embolism. He's back on the COVID list. Really? Oh, Trent Brown that. for the sec for the second time in two weeks. Okay, well, good luck. He's uh, he's injured and now he's on COVID, so I missed him originally. Uh, you had yeah, uh, good good thing. Good thing we paid a hundred million dollars for him. Yep. That's awesome. Have fun with that. So uh, Kittle and Garoppolo, they're injured. But Jacobs, Jacobs might not play. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah, what? he's sick or something. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's see. Ronnie Stanley, <laughs> Miles Garrett. <laughs> although Miles Garrett's going to play uh, injury. Uh, hey, ba- Miles Garrett wasn't that bad. He had a knee injury. They they did an MRI. They they I, I mean they thought Ronnie, it was going to be worse. It Ronnie wasn't. Stanley Ronnie Stanley was a crack. Yeah, they're not in the same. They're not in the same ballpark. No way. I, I got you. Yeah, right. Um, no. Uh, Bears uh, tackle Bobby Massey. Oh! He's out for a month. Keenan Allen oh! questionable. Sam Darnold doubtful. Oh! Zeke questionable. Alden Alden Smith questionable. Oh! Clowny. Zeke's not going to. Who? Zeke the. Rep- Came out. Zeke's not going to play. Yeah, Clowney. He's possibly needs knee surgery. Oh! Joey Bosa. Oh! Uh, Kenyon Drake. Matt Breda. Oh! Kenny Galladay. Oh! T.Y. Hilton. Oh! All those guys are out or doubtful. Uh, you know, obviously. What about what about Ridley? Ridley's probably not going to play. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Ridley. Oh! Uh, he was Thursday. That's why uh, I don't have him here because I think I started tracking this after uh, Sunday. So. Uh, that's basically a, a recap of everything. So, all right, 15 minutes into it. Let's uh, kick this off. Let's do a recap uh, of last week. First down. First down. All right, so uh, recapping last week. 
results. Dogs covered 10 games. They went 10-4 and four versus the favorites. And of that, the Dogs won seven games outright. So a lot of money to be had on the money lines if you were on the Dogs. Big movement that came from the Open was 2-4 on the week. The winners of the big movement, the Steelers and the Eagles, so people pounded those teams. That worked out. The losers ended up being the Jets, Titans, Saints, and Bucks. Uh, people started to pound on them. Didn't work out for you. The over-unders went in favor of the unders by a result of 7-6. to six. We go over to teasers. Teasers, the favorites were 7-7. Seven and seven. The dogs were 11-3. So teasers on the lines totaled 18-10. and 10. As for the over and unders, overs were 10-3. and three. Unders were 11-2. So if you teased over and unders a total, it was 21-5. Teams that had the halftime lead, they were 9-4. The, te- the four teams that blew it, the Giants, Cowboys, Bears, and Chargers. The Chargers, God, they keep blowing games, right? Four games in a row with a 16-point lead or, or, or more uh, lost in a row. God, that's terrible. Teams, uh, We had teams coming off a bye. They were 3-1 this, this week. Home buys were 1-1. One one. Dolphins won. Ravens lost. Road buys were 2-0. Colts and Vikings both won. The Vikings, obviously, that big game versus Green Bay on the road. Uh, Road teams that had a ton of money put on them, they were 1-2 this week. Winners, Steelers, the Losers, the Titans, and the Chargers. Ugh. So, that brings us up to the games. Were you keeping track, Chris? Do you think you know who was victorious last week? Uh, Between me and you? Yeah. Oh, you, you definitely won. Well, the super contest, I had you by one game. I was three and two. You were two and three. In regards to the straight up picks, you got me by a game. I thought we were going to no be. Way. Yeah, I thought we were really going to be on opposite ends because we had so many different picks, but we kind of split them. So you ended up eight and six. I ended up seven and seven. The money was the big winner. They were eight and five for the week. Tickets uh, were under five hundred at six and seven, and the sharps were four and six. So to recap everything, years to date results. I got you by a game in the super contest. Fourteen wins to your thirteen in the pick 'em alls. The money is on top. Sixty-five wins. Tickets are below them at 66 wins, but they have an extra loss. I have you by one game, 62 and 54. You're 61 and 55. And then the Sharps are behind us at 48 and 49. Over under totals, we started doing that last week. Your two games were winners, and I went one and one. Uh, favorites dogs still in favor of the dogs 52 to 64 over unders leans toward the overs overs have 60 to 55 uh, and the teasers I mean there's really you know we've talked about it teasers are the way to go Te- the total the lines are basically spread at 84 35 and then in overs and unders the overs right now have a much bigger lead than the unders when teasing. They're 88 and 27. They're hitting 60, 76% of the time. Unders are hitting 60%. Um, and other than that, you know, there's really nothing. So, all right. Uh, really not much else to talk about in regard to the streaks and all the stats for the year. I guess if you want to look, the teams that are over 70% against the spread. 
We've talked about it. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Chargers, Arizona, Seattle, Denver, Miami, and Green Bay. They're all over 70%. Let's do it this way. There are six teams under 30% against the spread. Two of them are over 500 and are solid teams. Do you want to take a stab at who those two teams are? Against the spread, under 30%. So they're not good. Oh, uh, the Cowboys for sure. Uh, well, no, no, no. Their record is good against the spread. They're terrible. Oh, oh, oh record is good. Oh, yeah. oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But against the spread is bad. Oh, man. Um, Packers? Nope. Packers are actually 5-2. Five 5-2. And two. Five and two. I, another great team. Maybe the Steelers? So I sent you that article by Chris Rabon, I think it was, of the Action Network, oh, and they referenced the, one of the, the teams. The Titans? Tennessee Titans. You got it. So the Tennessee Titans yeah. are 2-5, and five, and the other one is the New Orleans Saints. They are 2-5 yeah. and five as well. Not good. And the other the Titans. The Titans are a bullshit 5-3, and three, man. They're not even that. Yeah, they're really, you know, so that article, and if you have any interest, you can go out and search uh, Chris Raybon Action Network, and it. the first one was about Dan Quinn, right, about how he got fired, and he didn't, you know, you could kind of see it uh, with the his record against the spread, and the article basically touches on how you can judge the performance of coaches based on their records against the spread. Whether or not you agree with that, who knows? I I don't know. I I tend to think it's an interesting theory, and it is pretty applicable. And then they talk at one point about the Tennessee Titans, and the Titans are not so good under Vrabel against the spread. And you can see it again this year as they're 2-5. and They they make a pretty valid point during the... During that article, man, that's, you know, that I agree. Like you, you can definitely. Relate yeah, right. The t- I for agree sure. With you. For sure. Uh, I, I, Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn doesn't deserve that, that, that firing his, I get he's a, I don't know, whatever. You can argue it either way you want, but Dan Quinn, his players lost that, those games. Like I, it, it's not bad. It's not. It's not his fault. Ten guys on an on that are lining up for an onside kick forget that you can't touch a ball. That's not his fault. No, I, I understand what you're saying. And Dan Quinn's obviously sitting on the sidelines, obviously a major malfunction, watching his team just implode and wondering what the hell's going on. I think you know. Look, it's the NFL. It's 2020. You've seen it before. Ultimately, these teams when they can't break. These losing streaks and these losing tendencies. Somebody's yeah, got to they go. fire. Yeah, right. And they already got rid of coordinators last year. So what's left? You know, I don't know if it puts him in a better position not having Quinn there. But hey, look, he had a fair shot. <laughs> it's not like he doesn't. Here's have a fun fact. I got a fun Atlanta Falcon fact for you that not everybody in the world knows. Sure. Fun Do you know fact. who the owner of? Do you know who the owner of the Atlanta Falcons is? Are you serious? Okay, so all right, so play along. It? No, I don't know who it is. What is it? No, no, no. You play along. Play, oh, say okay. who it is. Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank. Do you know what Arthur Blank owns? Other than Home Depot. That's what I mean. But not everybody knows that. Huh. 
come on. Yeah, I mean, who, who doesn't know? Not, every, not, not everybody knows. Dude, we talked about it at work. Nobody knew. Seriously? Seriously. People at your but work. But he's not... He's, he's not the only owner, though. That I, I didn't realize there's also other owners to Home Depot. Yeah, no, but he's the big guy. But you're telling me you were sitting at work and a whole bunch of people didn't know that Arthur Blank was the owner of... Three people didn't know. And it was, it's just oh, it's fun fact, man. Right Everybody here. knows that. Oh, that is... Uh, wow. Anyway, all right. So, well, what, now what they is, know. What else? What else does Robert Kraft own? Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Uh, Robert Kraft, um, he is like, he owns a whole shit ton of stuff. He's involved in all (laughs) kinds of investment. He's the most famous owner in the NFL right now, by far. Uh, But nobody knows. Famous in what regard? He's involved in all all kinds of crazy stuff, dude. Like, he's got money, uh, you know, invested in all kinds of high-tech stuff. I mean, he's... Look, I'll say this. I firmly believe that his little rub and tug uh, situation went away real quick without much uh, media coverage for a specific reason. That guy is well-connected in multiple ways, and that story went away because he is Robert Kraft, and he's got a, a lot of super pull. And I, I think there was more to that little Asians of Orchid place uh, than people want to talk about. But, you know, that's tinfoil hat. Well, people, people aren't going to talk about that ever. I don't think so because I think that that might have been a uh, nice stomping ground for a lot of big-name people that do a lot of big-name stuff that we just don't know about. So I think that's why that thing went away real quick. But, again, I, maybe it was just a rub and tug and the guy got caught there and, and tough. But All right. Um, so that's about it. Uh, let's just jump into the top three games here. Why don't we? Second down. Second down. <laughs> All right, so first game, there's three on the docket. We've got Seahawks at the Bills, Ravens at the Colts, and Bucks hosting the Saints. Which one do you want to tackle first? Saints. All right. Let's head out to Tampa, where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be hosting the New Orleans Saints. The Buccaneers right now are four-point favorites in this one. The over-under is 50-and-a-half. This game, folks, is a trifecta as the Sharps, the Tickets, and the Money are all on the Saints. Buccaneers 4-and-4 against the spread. Saints 2-and-5, as we just talked about. Poorly performing Sean Payton against the spread, although I don't think his job is in jeopardy. So, what do you foresee in your crystal ball of the Bucks Saints games, there, sir? Well, I like this game more as a tease than I do as a as a straight up game. A you tease know, on, in what regard? Well, I mean, I like the Saints on the on the tease end of it, but I I'm going to take the Saints as as a look. Michael Thomas makes a big difference to to this team, and and. Having Emmanuel Sanders back, I don't even know. Did they activate him yet? Uh, Is there any news on that? On who? On on Michael Thomas? On Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Manny Sanders, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a go. Yeah. Michael I, Thomas, I, 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 I think, not... is going to be game-time decision. Yes, he's going to be game-time decision. So that's what I'm saying. So 
So have, they, they both practiced, you know, all week long. So having both those guys back makes a massive difference on this team. So I cannot foresee Drew Brees blowing it uh, on primetime. We talk about this numerous times. He, he blew it against the Raiders. Like, I don't know how they lost to the Raiders. They're a much better team than the, than the Las Vegas Raiders. But outside of that game, he usually performs well. Now, the Packers, they lost to, but the Packers are a very, very good team. I don't sometimes. think the Bucs are as— Sometimes. Uh, that's true. That's a valid point. I do not believe that the Bucs are as good as everybody makes them out to be. Don't be rude. And I think the Saints are, are a better team. <laughs> and um, that's funny. And I— uh, I don't know, man. I, I just I know it's at Tampa Bay, and I know everyone's hyped up on on Tom Brady with Antonio Brown now. But oh my god, Saints I forgot are... about the Antonio Brown. That that this story, this uh, game is really big in multiple regards. We do have the return of Antonio Mul- Brown. Multiple regards. I just with with Dev with uh with their full complement of players. New Orleans is very good. Like they were. They lost Michael Thomas. Like he's the best play, best wide receiver in the NFL by far, and they lost him a couple, you know, six weeks ago. And what's their record? What are they? Five and three, six and two. Uh, I think no. I think they they won last week, so they've got the two losses. So five and two. I don't have the standings in front of me. I'm looking right now. They are five and two. Yeah. Right, they're five, five and two without the best wide receiver in the NFL, and those two losses were to in the Death Star, which uh, on the opening night of the Death Star. Shoot the Death Star! You, know. you ever play the Star Wars pinball game? Shoot the uh, Death Star! It's been a long time. Oh uh, yeah, it's been it, a long time. C three PO always used to scream, "Shoot the if, Death if Star!" If we're gonna if we're gonna get off on a pinball tangent, though, you gotta come check out the Silver Ball Museum in Delray Beach. It's oh, awesome. Well, next time I'm down there, I would definitely like it's to. It's all uh, do that. it's all old school, like literally like '80s and and like '70s pinballs, pinball machines. They're awesome. Pinball machines are the best. Uh, they really are. A dying, yeah, they're a, great. A, a dying entertainment. Oh, uh, they're Form they're of. awesome. Anyway, uh, uh, Buck Saints, right? So we were talking. You were talking yeah, about the so, Death Star. They so, lost to the Death Star, right? And then they lost to a, a, a Green Bay team who has the ability to to win a lot of games. Like the Green Bay is pretty good. So um, I don't know. I just give me a reason why t- how Tampa Bay wins this game. Um. Okay. So here is I'm going to kill the uh, suspense, and this is going to be one of my. Super picks. I like the Bucks here. I, I don't. I don't like the Saints because I am not sold in any way, shape, or form on this offense or Drew Brees. I'm sorry. They should have lost to the Bears last week. Uh, you know they pulled it off in the end in overtime because that Bears offense is completely inept. And if you want to be critical of a coach, you can look at Nagy and just say, "Dude." I, at this point, who are you going to blame? At first, it was the quarterback, but now you made the the move over to Foles. Foles is terrible, but he's not that terrible. You should be able to muster up some kind of offense, and that offense is—I mean, it's childish. It's so bad, but they should have won that game, and they didn't. Saints have to go now here on the road 
to Tampa and play a Bucks team that was kind of up against the ropes on a Monday night game against a Giants team that isn't any good but plays very hard. And I am seeing the Bucks come through here and put on a show. Antonio Brown, if they build up a lead more than two scores, this game is over because the Saints are not coming back from that. I know you can talk about Alvin Kamara all you want, and sure, Alvin Kamara is really good. He's having a fantastic no year. But you're going to need more than Alvin Kamara uh, if the Bucks take a commanding lead in this one. You're, you're looking at a great game lined up because – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are sixth DVOA in offense, first DVOA in defense, and the Saints are seventh DVOA in offense and eighth in defense. So you're, right. you're talking about this two is, great they're not, teams. They're not going to jump. They're not going to jump to a two-score lead. It's not going to happen. I, I, I'm just saying, if it does happen, the Saints are going to have a lot of trouble coming back. And I, I just have confidence in this Bucks team in this spot because you know what. The Saints don't stretch the field. They never do. All right, here we go. Here you go. I got you. What are the Bears? What's their defense? Oh, uh, Chicago. Right now, Chicago's defense is 6 DVOA. Offense is 27th. Okay. They had a two-score lead on the Saints last week, and the Saints came back. They had the sixth-best defense in the league. At home. At home. Okay, look— we we don't really have time to break down that game, but some of that is a function of the offense being so shitty. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like the the, the sides of the, the two sides of a football team complement each other, and the Bears' defense have have to battle not only the other team but their offense that's so terrible. I get what you're saying though. You I, I okay, so fine. So the, the Saints come back on the road against a team versus two scores. They could do the same thing here without Michael Thomas. Without Michael Thomas, and they might have him in this game. Or or Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, you're going to be picking the Saints in this one, correct? Of course. All this right. is – I this is I, – I, I love the Saints. Like, I love them. I Like I said, I like it more as a tease, but I, I am not – You're talking about tease up to look, 11 and take the Saints, right? You keep saying right, tease up to right, 11. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, sure. okay. Right, right, right. That's what I that, that that's what I'm gonna bet. You know, I'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But these are like arch rivals. Actually, I've been to a Saints Tampa game in Tampa Bay when Tampa was terrible. Oh, really? And New Orleans was. Yeah, I went over with uh, Rocky and, and Hamilton, and uh, Tampa was terrible that year, and still they beat the Saints. Right? It's just this is a great rivalry. In, in every sense of the word. So it's going to be a great game. I love that it's a Sunday night football. I love when there's a good Sunday night football game. Yeah, for sure. So uh, that's I, I, go. I forgot. This is the Sunday night football game. I, I should have said that off the top. But yes, you are correct. And 50 and a half points, I think, is pretty heavy for the over under. I, I would, you, you want to talk about teases, you know, teasing this game up to 56 and a half and taking the under might be a play. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, this is what I said. The first thing I said, Drew Brees in primetime is incredible. He's so good when he's in primetime. All right, well, we're going to find out. Sunday, 820, Bucks hosting the Saints. Let's head out. Let's, let's go to Buffalo for this NFC-AFC battle with the Seahawks facing off against the Bills. Seahawks favored by three right now. 
They the sharps are picking the Bills. The tickets are on the Seahawks. Heavy money uh, coming in on the Seahawks. Eighty five percent right now of the money coming in on the Seahawks. And Seahawks five and two against the spread. Bills three and five against the spread. Over under here fifty five. Fifty five. That's a lot of points. Bills won last week by the skin of their teeth, right? 24-21, I think, was the uh, was the final, and that was because Cam Newton fumbled there. And the they Se- should have lost. They Yeah, they probably should have lost. They didn't. They ended up winning. Uh, Seahawks, obviously, with that crazy offense that they have, and now DK Metcalf, for some reason, is, is the best uh, wide receiver in the league, according to everybody. I think that's a little bit of a stretch, but he's having a, a great sophomore season here. That's crazy. He's not the best receiver in the league. You know, 85% of the money on on the road team here, that's been hitting a lot this year. Um, I think, I I, I don't know what I do with my sheet here, but I think they were uh, about 60% uh, with that number, I'll tell you, in two seconds. So when big money was coming in on the road team, 30 and 18 for 62 and a half percent on the year. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning Seahawks here because I don't see the Bills. I hate the Bills offense. I just don't like it. And I don't know if they're going to be able to run with the Seahawks if the Seahawks open this up here. Um, Seahawks often defense is terrible. They're going to have to battle that all year long. But um, I, I don't know. I don't like the Bills here in this spot, and the Seahawks only have to get a field goal. I think I'm taking this, and I think I'm making this one of my super picks. <laughs> uh, so this is one of those games where we always talk about the like, Seahawks seem like the obvious winner, right? Like they seem like Vegas, for some reason, made this so appealing to everybody at like a minus three spread. Right, like they've been playing so good, they should be undefeated if it weren't for that crazy Cardinals game. Right, uh, losing in overtime, they should be seven and zero. And so, don't you look at this spread and you're 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 thinking to yourself, I think this is an easy lock. Like, why is this only minus three? Yeah, th- this has the spider senses tingling feel to it. Right, that's why I'm going the other way. I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills at home. I have way more faith in Buffalo than probably most of the country. I don't know why. Uh, I I just like what they have. But I'll tell you this, and and you're silly for dropping Zach Moss in all your leagues, by the way. I but, kept him in a couple, but I dropped him elsewhere. I, how long can you hold on to him when listen, he's injured dropped, and not pro- producing? I, I I'm just kidding. I was just busting chops because I picked them up after you dropped them. Oh, I, he so, got picked up in my Wake Forest League. He got picked up by Mark Miller, and he got put in his lineup against me. Miller picked him up, played him against me, and uh, beat me. With and him. he put up 20 points, yeah. Yeah, he had a monster I, week. But I did the same thing with Leonard Fournette, and now and Fro picked him up. Of all the people in our <laughs> league, Fro has to pick up Leonard Fournette, and yeah. he goes off for 
don't know, whatever. But and people, people listening will not know these people, but uh, you know, whatever. Uh, it's like anybody that has a fantasy football league. You always got the uh, the villains and the heroes, and uh, Fro is Fro is much much looked at as a villain most of the time. So, uh, is he ever? I don't, yeah. even, I don't even know the guy. You need the villains but, though. Yeah, yeah, he's a great dude. But uh, I love that there, there's a villain in the league because it, nobody really knows him in this league. So he's kind of an outsider. I mean, everybody knows him because we've been playing with him for years. But he's not somebody that's really tangible because he's not in the in our friend groups. I mean, he's a friend of a friend. And yeah, right, rest, but, exactly. And I've hung out with him. He's exactly. a great guy. Uh, but it's it's just fun. Anyway, that's what I hear. Next I hear time. he is a good. Yeah, yeah. Next um, time. I actually look forward to the day when we can sit down and and like. You know, be at a be at a, a sports bar watching a game with them just just to have a chat and just be like, I just want to let you know, I yeah. don't like you. <laughs> I don't know you, but I don't like you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's I so true. Your being as a whole, <laughs> but um, but anyway, yeah. So with uh, Moss and Singletary, they seem to. I mean, both guys had like a hundred yards rushing last week. Okay. Pump, pump the brakes. I hear you. What is that going to do for this game to keep the it's Bills gonna in it? It's going to slow down. It's going to slow down Seattle. That's right. what I think they're going to have to do. I mean, they're Seattle. Have- Seattle scores like that. I mean, I get it. I get it. You're going to have to slow down Seattle. They're going to have to sell out on the pass. I don't think they have a good enough running back to take advantage of Buffalo selling out. Tre'Davious White is playing right. Uh, uh, you know, that was another update. I, I should have got that. I He was questionable, but I think he's playing. I need to look that up real quick because I... I All right, so well you for- go look that up, and, and in the meantime, I'll offer, you know, my hot take on this, is that I just don't see... The, the Buffalo defense is ranked 23rd DVOA. That's terrible. Now, granted, uh, Seattle's is not much better. They're 21st, but... At the rate that the Seahawks score and push the field, and mind you, the Seahawks are going to have Jamal Adams back for this game. I don't know if he's going to be on a pitch count or not, but he's going to be back. Um, that I, I just don't think that the Bills are going to be able to keep up with the Seahawks because the Seahawks scoring is so many big hitting plays. Um, and, and sure, you're going to try to control the clock and run the ball and play defense. I maybe I, I mean that really hasn't worked this year. If you want to go to the one game that that we saw where the Seahawks uh, you know, lost and you were like, yeah, they lost that game, it was the Cardinal game, and the reason Arizona stayed in that was because they went toe-for-toe with them. I just don't see Josh Allen going toe-for-toe they with, came back. with Russ William. Arizona came back. Like, uh, okay. every, t- sure. every time they got punched, they punched back. It was yeah. crazy. Right. I just don't see Josh Allen doing that. You know. Well, Tredavious White is playing, and and all the articles are talking about his matchup with with DK Metcalf. I I just don't see it, man. I I'm I'm going Bills. Actually, this is one of my super picks. Oh, uh, super pick! All right. So uh, we're both doing super picks, and we're going to be on the opposite sides of each other there. So that leaves one final game that was pretty good, and that one will be taking place inside. In the Indianapolis Colts Dome. 
What's it, RCA Dome? I think, or I don't even know what the hell it is. No, Lucas uh, Oil Field. It used to be Lucas Oil. Is is it still Lucas Oil? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the Colts are hosting the Ravens. Uh, this game a one o'clocker, as was the Seattle game. The Seattle game also one o'clock. This game will be one o'clock. Ravens right now have the tickets and the money on their side. Colts are seeing the Sharps favor them. The Ravens are a two-point favorite. The over/under here is forty-eight. Ravens three and four against the spread. Colts four and three. Colts obviously will be without T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Jordan Wilkins looks like he's going to be getting the rock a little bit more. And on the flip side, the Ravens. Hey, what can you what can you say about them? Their their passing offense just flat out sucks. And boom goes the dynamite. That's what last week and was every time that. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the MVP, got the ball. That final drive, they they didn't where they ended up, uh, you know, where, where they missed out on, on scoring. They ran the ball all the way. Now they marched the ball down the field on the Steelers, but they didn't throw the ball at all in the in the final drive that when they were down. And it was like, dude, how how do you not now? I mean, whatever. They did move the ball. So then you look at it and you're like, well, dude, we moved the fucking ball down the field. Why did we have to throw? You got to throw the ball at some point, no? I meant to watch that game over again. Every time there was a highlight from that game, it felt like Baltimore had the ball. But they didn't throw the ball down the field. It was just... It, it, I don't know what they did. They, Baltimore they, ran the ball. I, like, at the end, Baltimore run, refuses to pass, runs out of real estate at the end as they just march down the field, and then they lost it on a fourth and three. They didn't convert. Right. I I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know what Baltimore's doing. That, that was just how you give up a lead like that is just unbeknownst to me. You're supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFL, and – I was watching this game and I was like, how is Pittsburgh's offense, by the way, is like horrible. What are they ranked? What is Pittsburgh's offense ranked? Pittsburgh's offense is 14 DVOA. They just look slow. Ben Roethlisberger just looks slow. It looks like an old school offense. Right. It just, right. It looks like uh, almost like, I don't want to say 90s. Yes. No, but no, no, you're right. It is. It's 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 weird. They don't. I don't know. I I don't know what it, it, they, they. It's they like run the ball, ball pass, play action, run the ball, play action, run the ball, run the ball, tight end. You know, like like not right. Not a lot of creativity. Not a lot of movement. It, it's just kind of an old school '90s feel to it. Two thousand. If it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for those Chase Claypool crazy long plays, yeah, he's been like, the one that's been keeping him in it. Right, he's the one that like is extending the field for everybody else. Right, it's scaring everybody else. It's kind of crazy, but I I don't know, man. I I yeah. Back to the Ravens, right? Yeah, I I love the I love what the Ravens are about. They are. I heard a great. I heard somebody talking about it. He was. I think it was on TV, and they were going over this game again, and they were just saying, "Who is your number one receiver?" Tell me who the Ravens' number one wide receiver is. Because watching the games, I don't know who it is. Yeah. I couldn't tell you who who is the one that's supposed to scare all of the defenders so that they have to guard that person so that Lamar Jackson can then run if he wants to, but he can't. Yeah. Every, be, it would be Hollywood Brown and I you know, he's not the guy. So Yeah, but, you said but you said it would be, but it's it's not but right. it's not. Yeah, you know, it's not. 
So, uh, Ravens here on the road, seeing that they're having these struggles on offense. Do the Colts have enough to win this game? Their defense is solid. Can their defense stop the Ravens and pull off the victory? Because the Ravens are only favored by two. Colts just have to basically get a field goal win here. They can get one point. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think the Ravens are uh, gonna gonna blow this one after what happened last week. John Harbaugh is a uh, a good coach. I, I don't. I don't. I think he'll make up for what happened last week. Yeah, I'm on the same boat as you. I, I picked the Ravens in this game because I. I this is more of a knock on the Colts. The Colts' defense is great, and and they've had a solid year. And I'll give them they're that. They're young. They're young and great. Yeah, I, but the problem I see here is the Ravens' defense is pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I mean, great, no, but pretty good. So they're almost on par. Let's see what the Baltimore, they clock in at fifth DVOA, while Indianapolis uh, is third. So... You've got a battle of defenses here. So then the question becomes, who do you like more on the offense? Do you like Lamar and the Ravens offense against the Colts defense? Or do you like uh, uh, Phillip Rivers and the Colts offense versus the Ravens defense? I'm picking Lamar over Phillip Rivers here. That's what it comes down yeah. to for me. I mean, look, the the Ravens lost to this the, the, the quote-unquote best team in the AFC because they're not like the, the chiefs are definitely, they might have a better record, but the chiefs are a better team. Um, they, they lost to the Steelers after four turnovers from Lamar Jackson. And they only lost at the very end by, you know, you know, very small margin. The Colts are not anywhere near as good. Their defense isn't anywhere near as good to the eye test as the Steelers are. This should be an easy, easy victory, I think, for the Ravens. Yeah, I, t- I think too. So I'm on the Ravens. You're on the Ravens too there. Uh, and with 48, if you tease that up six and get 54, that might be a nice little under there too. Uh, I was eyeing that in teasers. I didn't pick it, but uh, I, I was eyeing that because I kind of liked it. All right, so there's the big three. Let's go on to the rest of the games coming up tomorrow. Third down. All right, so the rest of the games will start off 1 o'clock. We've got the Titans playing host to the Bears. Titans coming off that awful loss to Cincinnati. Bears coming off the overtime nail-biter to the Saints. Titans favored by 6.5 here. Uh, the tickets are split 50-50. Big money coming in on the Titans at 80%. Over-under at 46.5 points. Titans obviously terrible versus spread at 2-5. and five. Bears at 5-3. and three. I'm taking the Bears. I, I'm at six and a half points is just too many points f- for me uh, with the Bears. Their defense is, is good enough that they should be able to keep this a little tighter. And the Titans, yeah, the the only way, right? I'm I'm with you. The only way that uh, the Titans cover this is if they out of nowhere just blow up in the first quarter and go out to like a two score spread, you know, like that. If, if they can get up by a couple scores, I could see it happening early, but they're not going to the Bears defense is too good. Yeah. I'm with you there. All right. Next game is going to be the Vikings playing host to the lions. You know, this game is, is kind of weird because the Vikings had that monster win last week, 
But it ended up basically, you know, I looked at all the stats and I'm looking, I'm like, how do they do this? And it was really all Dalvin Cook. So the Vikings come in here. They're three-point favorites versus the Lions. Vikings are four and three against the spread. Lions at three and four. Over under is 52 and a half. And right now, this is a trifecta game. Everybody coming in on the Lions. All bite just slightly in terms of tickets and the money. Who do you got here in this NFC rivalry? So I was actually surprised uh, when you look back at the defense, the the rushing defense for the Lions. But like for the past three or four games, I think they've I I read that they they shut down like some good running backs in the past couple games. But I just can you foresee them shutting down Dalvin Cook after that game he just had? I don't. Like, I don't know. Look, Dalvin Cook's good. That game, I think, was just an outlier because that game was so crazy. I mean, when have you ever seen? I, I don't know. I, I don't see Dalvin Cook having another game like that. But can the Vikings get it done at home to the tune of three points? I, I yes. say yes in this game. So I'm going. Of go- course. Yeah, I'm going Vikings. Here. Of course. I'm yeah, hundred go- percent. I just, I just, I don't. I know Detroit's. The argument against it is, is that. The Vikings' uh, passing game is good. They're going to have to pass more than 14 times to win. They passed the ball 14 times last week. Yeah, not a lot. Not that's, a lot. Cr- that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, we're going to find out in uh, you know less than 12 hours here. So, Next up, Washington versus my Giants. The Washington football team will be home, and they'll be home off of a bye as well. Right now, they're also favored by two and a half points. Uh, the tickets are split. The money coming in big on the G-Men. So the G-Men are getting 80% of the money in on them. So they, they, you have that home, uh, you have that road dog getting a ton of money factor. 43 is the over-under, not expecting a lot of points. Uh, I am immediately saying I'm picking Washington here. Giants play hard. They play hard and don't win. Daniel Jones is too sporadic for my taste. You can never count on him for anything. Washington defense, even without Landon Collins here, is good enough to get the two-and-a-half-point victory. They can actually win the division. Still, everybody can. Right? I think everybody's still in it. No, the Giants are one and seven. They're not. I mean, yes. Okay. You're right. Yes. I think they're mathematically great. Um, I just, I can't, the Washington football team there. I think they're over under before the year started was plus three and a half wins. I think it was. And they don't look as bad as, I mean, their defense doesn't look as bad as everyone had anticipated. No, the defense is good. Their defense is four DVOA four. Yeah, their de- their defense is good, I, but they really Tampa they Bay, really Pittsburgh, mess Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, and Indianapolis are the only teams better than them. They've already lost the Trevor Lawrence. Uh, uh, yeah, they're sweepstakes. Out. So, so they're out. Uh, the Giants are still in it. So cross your fingers. We got to pray for the Jets to get a couple victories. Yeah, that's why I'm picking the Giants uh, here. I mean, that's yeah, why I'm picking yeah. the. That's why I'm picking the the Redskins, not the Redskins, the Washington Football Team. Uh, here. Football team. Um, I'm not though. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the Giants. I. I, right. I just, you went I with really the Giants last week, and that was a, that was a win for you. 
Yeah, I, I, I like the way they looked last week, man. They, they, they're not a bad team. They just, they just can't put it together. They're, they're really, their offense is pretty good. They just, they just can't put it together. Yeah, two they and a half can't. points. I'm taking the home team. So oh, I can't. The, uh, the next game, another one o'clocker: Chiefs versus the Panthers. Chiefs six and two versus the spread. Panthers an even four and four. Chiefs right now favored by ten and a half points. They've got the the heavy money action on them at 78%. They also have the lean in tickets. Sharps are going to lean Panthers here. And they're expecting a decent scoring game at 52 points on the over-under. Do you think the Chiefs rattled off another another victory here? Playing my, my darling yeah. Panthers, who lost a brutal yeah. Thursday night game last week. They did. They did lose a brutal game. I, I, I like what Teddy Bridgewater's doing. He just brings consistency to that team. Yeah, they lost him last week to that uh that hit, and I think uh, you know, personally I think that screwed up that whole game. I think they stayed yeah. in it. Maybe he stayed in it. Stayed yeah, in, yeah, yeah, in definitely. It. Squared. I just I the Chiefs are so good, man. They don't even try and they, they they're they're just crushing teams and they don't even put like they don't even have to try to win. It's crazy. So I take it you're taking the Chiefs. I yeah, it's I, the Panthers aren't that good. I, I get the consistency that, like I said, that he brings. But I, even with McCaffrey there, I I don't care. Like the the Chiefs are incredibly good. They're so good. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the opposite I'm on the opposite side there. I'm going to be taking the Panthers ten and a half How, points. With, without without going off on a tangent, just give me a quick thirty second breakdown on. How you foresee that game go? Uh, nothing. I, I I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs take the lead, and the Panthers stay within two scores. Or if they fall two scores down, they get back within it. They've been stretching the field pretty good. They've been hitting. You know, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, I, McCaffrey. I think is going to play in this game. I don't know if that's a negative or positive because they've been playing pretty well without him. But obviously, if you have McCaffrey back, that's a positive. Um, and for the Chiefs, their defense just doesn't shut people down. I mean, you know, last week was the Jets. You can't even use that as a barometer. But you know, they no, did, no, no. They lost to the to the Raiders when the Raiders just threw up a lot of points. I, I don't think the Panthers win. I just think that you know, I could see this being like a backdoor. Backdoor cover on the Panthers, you know, down 14, Bridgewater scores a touchdown late, you know, something like that. So I'm going with the Panthers just because the points are there. Ten and a half is a lot. Okay. So is that good enough for you? There's there's my breakdown. And I don't that, agree, but... All right. Well, the Texans are the next one up at the 1 o'clock. They are coming off of a bye on the road. They're going to be... This is, a, this is the bye teams. Texans on the road, Jaguars at home. So six and a half is the spread in favor of the Texans. Texans one and six against the spread. Jaguars two and five. So these teams really suck all the way across the board. Uh, tickets on in favor of the Texans. Sharps and money slightly on the Jaguars over under 50 here. I'm picking the Texans. I hate the Jaguars. Six and a half is a lot of points. It doesn't make me feel good inside to take that pick. But I don't see the Jaguars going to a backup running uh, backup quarterback being able to stay in here. I mean, Texas, the Texans still have their primary offensive weapons, no? 
Yeah. Yeah, they have everybody. They, they have everybody. They, I, don't, I don't even think this is going to be a game. The, the, the Jaguars are starting uh, uh, Luton. Something Luton. Jake Luton or something? Oh, I forgot I had it. I, I I just don't even care about this game enough to remember who it was. But uh, whoever it is, I, you know, he's the backup, and we've seen backups have not performed well, with the exception of the Nick Mullins game versus the Giants where he lit them up. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. We're both on the Texans in this one, even with the six and a half. Yeah. All right. So the final game at one o'clock is going to feature the Broncos, who pulled off a monster comeback victory last week, or you could say a monster loss uh, in for the Chargers. But the Broncos are now going to go on the road into Atlanta. Atlanta, who has seen some health coming their way. And right now, Falcons are a four-point favorite. Falcons three and five against the spread. Broncos completely overperforming at five and two against the spread. Tickets and money in on the Falcons, although just moderately. And the over/under in this one is forty-nine points. So, do the Falcons continue with their good health? The game that they netted last week, they also have an extra three days to prepare for this one as they played on Thursday night. I'm yeah, taking the Fal- Falcons. Yeah, for sure. I'm taking the Falcons, too. I, I, As much as we can talk about Denver's win last week and how great that was for them, they're really not a good team. Falcons are, Falcons are not as bad as their record shows. I mean, you could argue that point, too. But... I really like what the Falcons do, man. I like Matt Ryan I, and and the the complement of weapons he has. Man. I just they they should easily win this game. I think. All right, four o'clock games is next up. Chargers, who we just talked about, they blew another sixteen point win. They're going to be hosting the Raiders this week. Your Raiders. They are currently favored by one point. The over under is fifty two and a half. Chargers five and two against the spread. Raiders four and three. Sharps in on the Chargers. Everybody else on the Raiders. And big money coming in on the Raiders. 81% of the money leaning that way. Which usually bodes good things. 62% so far. So do you Raiders pull it yeah. off? I guess. Um, you know, I I hate my Raiders. I hate. Can we talk about Carr again? We talk about it every podcast. Can we talk David about David or Derek? I hate, I hate them both. Okay. Cool. I, 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 Whichever they, they Carr you want to talk about, we could spend thirty seconds on it. Go ahead. But yeah, Derek Floor Carr yours. is why? 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 Gruden is such a hard nosed dude. Like, why does he keep going with Carr? Where else are you why? going? Where are you going? Anybody, Marcus Mariota, is he even on the roster still? I know he was injured. I, Did he go dude, down for the year? With, I don't even remember. Go with the backup. Get a terrible record. Get a great quarterback coming out, and let's do this the right way. <laughs> not with a ten-year, hundred million dollar contract. You are not getting the ability to tank. It's not happening. You are stuck in Giants 2000s land with Tom Coughlin doing your eight and eights and getting a mediocre draft pick. Oh, it's crazy. 
It drives me insane. He's so bad. But whatever. But uh, that, that's my rant. Right, anyway, well, that I'll, I'll let you cry a little bit. So just uh, you know, think about that. I'm taking the Chargers here. I, I, the Raiders' defense is awful. The Chargers have should have won all of these games here. I, they just keep screwing it up because Anthony Lynn is a shitty coach. And in this regard, they only have to win at home by one point. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, so so real quick, what are the uh, Raiders ranked defensively? they got to be at the bottom of the barrel. They're Awful, dude. They're 31st. Awful. 31st. 31st. They're so, they are so bad. They are so bad. And we've invested so much money. They actually look better on TV than that than their ranks show. But, um, hey, we beat the uh, Saints and we beat the Chiefs this year. So Yeah, good. Good for you. Congratulations. That's, that's but, yeah, we're going Chargers. Chargers, Chargers, Chargers. All right. Chargers. Next up, Steelers hosting the Cowboys. Steelers are six and one against the spread. Cowboys zero and eight. Steelers favored by fourteen and a half points. Even with that, they've got sixty six percent of the tickets, fifty five percent of the money. The sharps are obviously just taking the value with the Cowboys at fourteen and a half points. Over under forty four points. Not expecting anything in this regard. I'm taking the Steelers. Oh, I'm going to go Cowboys. You're going to go Cowboys. Okay, you don't like the fourteen and a half points. It's just too much. It's so much. I. I didn't. I was not. I it's was, a lot of I, points. It, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's a lot of points. I, I don't know. I, you know, you're, you're changing the, up. The, you're they're banking on the on the Steelers doing what the Redskins did to the Cowboys last week, and I don't think that's going to happen again. Uh, I, I can't see it. You're flipping quarterbacks again. You might not have Zeke. I don't know. Fourteen and a half points is a lot of points, but you know, we've seen this throughout the year. Whenever you have a good team and a shitty team and a big spread, these teams have been covering. Right. Right. You know, right. so, oh, by the way, the Chargers, you took the Chargers in that last one versus the Raiders or the Raiders? I said Chargers. Chargers yeah, right. Chargers. Okay. Uh, all right. So anyway, I got the Steelers. You got the Cowboys? Yeah, Cowboys. Right. No more talking about that game. It's terrible. Uh, finally, last four o'clock game, Cardinals versus the Dolphins. Cardinals here coming off the bye at home. Dolphins on the road after their big victory versus the Rams. Uh, Cardinals favored by four and a half points over under 49 tickets slightly in on the Cardinals sharps and the money in on the Dolphins both teams five and two against the spread if I haven't said that already otherwise I just repeated myself so the question is do the Dolphins continue with Tua their winning ways on the road versus the Cardinals no way yeah me either Cardinals, I picked, I picked Cardinals. the Cardinals yeah, I picked the Cardinals. Cardinals are are so they're coming off a bye. This is another one of those spidey senses. You know, your spidey senses are going off. Why is the spread so low? Like they're a much better team than than the Dolphins are. Yeah, I guess in that regard, four and a half. I mean, you know, are you going to pile it on the the Cardinals though? They haven't really performed this this year well enough that you've been like, oh yeah, they're a seven point favorite. I it's a little bit too much respect to the Dolphins if you ask me. Then again, like you said, it could be one of those questionable games. What the hell's going on here with the spread? But look, Tua, I, how many yards did he have last week? Six. <laughs> I don't even know. 30, how, 30, 37 I, I mean, something? come on, come on. How are you going to take that on the road here and expect it? You know, maybe they game plan specifically so they weren't shocked by that performance. But really, I, last week was all about the Rams and Goff imploding. It wasn't about the Dolphins. Uh, give us both the Cardinals in this one. And that leaves one final game. The big Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. 
Don't Pats go. against the Jets. This one at MetLife Stadium. This is yeah, it's terrible. Seven and a half point favorites for the nine. Pink. Is it nine now? I I, I just looked before nine and a half. Yeah. Well, that's because I guess Darnold isn't playing nine right. So when I checked earlier today, I guess it wasn't adjusted. So let's say nine and a half. Um, Pats had the tickets and eighty percent of the money. Another big road dog. Uh, Jets had the sharps. Pats three and four against the spread. Jets one and seven. Forty one points is the over under in this game. Snap pick Pats. Pats. Yeah. Right. Nothing. Nothing really more. Yeah. To talk about in that regard because the Jets. Pats and Pats and the uh, Pats and the under. Pats and the under. Uh. Yeah. Forty one points. It's, that's so many. That's. Not a lot of points at all. Joe Joe Flacco is terrible, dude. It's not a lot of points at all. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm staying away from that over under. Uh, but the Pats is I, what's his name playing? Who is, I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Crowder? Is. Oh, I don't Crowder? know. I, I don't even look. I who cares about the Jets at this point? Yeah, they really, I don't even know why this is. Yeah, who cares? You know, they, they were they were. F- they lost by 20 and change last week. Enough. Uh, and ju- just to wrap up, so those are all the games. Home dogs. It was the 49ers. They lost the Bills, Colts, Jaguars, Cowboys, and Jets, who we just talked about. And that leaves us one last down, baby. Fourth down. And that is our gambling segment. And last week, none of us did good. Uh, I lost. You lost. I think you're down to about 700 bucks in your bank. Oh, I had 800. Maybe you're right. Well, you had 800 and you lost all your bets. Right? If I'm not... Uh, who did you in? Uh, Rams did you in? Rams did me in, too. Uh, week 7. Week 7 brought me... Winners. Yeah, I, got, I guess I gotta go over that again. I had, yeah, you I had, had 800. Paper. You lost all your bets. 225s and a 50 for 100 bucks. So you're down to right. 700. Okay. 700. Okay. Uh, yep. And the and it was the Ravens did you in, and the Packers also did you in. And as for me, uh, I got done in uh, basically by the Ravens as well. The Ravens killed me. So yeah. And the Titans, yeah. Packers, they, they also killed me in my parlays. So let's start it off. Uh, why don't you give me your super picks? I'm going to go with the Vikes. Uh, the Bills I mentioned before. The, the Ravens, we talked about that game. Uh, the Chiefs again. Man, I, I, how do you get off the Chiefs? And my final one is going to be the Cards. All right. So you got the Vikings, Bills, Ravens, uh, Vikings, Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, and Cards. I will go Chargers, Bucks, Seahawks, Cardinals. So we got that one as well. And then I'm taking Washington, the Washington football team, favored by two and a half at home. Um, I, I shouldn't do it because the Giants are now going to win and screw me over. But that's where I'm going there. So uh, the only ones that we have together this week are the Cardinals. And then we're all over the place otherwise. So, next up will be our parlays. What do you got in terms of parlays this week, sir? Okay, so I'm going to do three games we've talked a lot about. I'm going to take the Chiefs at minus 10. uh, $25 parlay. Chiefs, minus 10. Ravens, minus 1. Cards, minus 4.5. Okay. So, I'm going to try and collect my uh, 175 on that. 
and uh, that's that's going to set me up a little bit, I think. All right. What about did you did you do any uh, parlays? I did do parlays. Is that the only parlay that you're doing? There is the Chiefs Ravens cards. I got some. I got a money line parlay. Yeah, Um, give me all your parlays. So you got the one. Yep. So that's my one, and I'm gonna do a twenty-five dollar money line parlay. I'm gonna do Giants to win outright plus one twenty. Gotcha. Bills outright plus one thirty-three. Okay. I'm gonna take the Texans down to uh, uh, down to their to zero, and as much as I love them, I'm just. I'm scared that this guy, Jake Luton, just has like some sort of crazy game and maybe they barely win. So yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to bring that one down. So that 25, hopefully it'll cash me out 200. Okay. 25 for 200. And those are the three. So those are your two parlay bets. Those are my two parlays, yep. All right, so as for me, I've got three. I'm going to start swinging for the fences here. I'm getting frustrated, so I'm anger betting here. I'm taking the Seahawks and the Chargers. I'm going to bet 100 for 384. That's going to be my first parlay. My second parlay is going to be correlated. I'm going to be doing the Seahawks, Chargers, and then throw the Cardinals on top of it. I'm going to put 50 for 366 on that one. And then I'm going to take the Seahawks, Chargers, Cardinals, and throw the Bucks on top of that. So I'm basically just doing everything correlated with my super context picks. And I'm going to go 50 for 700 in that one. So you got Seahawks Chargers, and then add on the Cardinals, and then add on the Bucks. So then let's go over to our teasers. Did you put together anything for teasers this week? Yeah, so I'm going to use, just like you correlated your bets, I'm, I'm going to correlate my Moneyline parlay into a $50 tease. So I'm going to do the Giants getting eight and a half, the Bills getting nine, the Texans having to win by one, and then the bet we were talking about originally, the Saints. I'm going to te- I'm going to throw them in the tees. So uh, $50 cash out around 175. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I these seem easy, right? When you're when you're th- when you're yeah, doing I know them, until like, they oh. don't hit. I know. You're like, oh, this is easy. This, how does this not hit every week? So I'm gonna do a fifty. That's how. That's where your money goes, right there. Right. Fifty dollar tees for those four. I'm also gonna do this week. I'm gonna do a twenty five dollar three team tees over unders. Okay. So the Cardinals and Dolphins. I'm gonna tease down to forty three and go over. Okay. The Bills Hawks. I'm going to tease down to 49 and go over. Okay. And then the Pats Jets, I'm going to tease up and go under. So I'm teasing up to 47 and go under. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that regard. I, I like that better than that 40 or sitting on its own, a 41 or whatever. Right. Right. All right. So I'm going to do a $25 tease there to... Uh, to cash out just a little bit, just a little bit. I'll only really get two to one odds, so it's twenty-five to cash out seventy-five. Okay. But uh, but you know, put some money back in my pocket. Hopefully that uh, catch back up to that. Uh, we got to get back to even here, man. I'm, yeah, I know. We, we we have not done well. Uh, I, I I was up and then I came. I was down doing and... great through like week six, and the past couple weeks it just got me. Well, it's tough because I mean we're always doing parlays and teasers, right? We we don't really do yeah. straight up wins, and you know. Right. 
I mean, so we're just offering picks here, and picks are tough. But uh, as for me, I'm just going to do one teaser. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm moving them down to four and a half. I'm taking the Chargers, and I'm moving them down so that they, they're getting five points. And I'm going to throw 200 on that game for 391. So that's it. That's all I'm doing for the teasers. But that'll put me, along with the other parlays, out 400 bucks for the week. So this might be... Uh, this is what you never want to do. Stock trading or futures trading, gambling, playing poker. This is called full-on tilt. And this is where uh, I'm going to half my uh, my bankroll here from 930 to 500 as I anger bet. But if I hit, it'll be, uh, it'll be worth it. So uh, let's go over under games. I guess you gave a couple, but give me two games. If I, you know, without the teases, I, 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 I still like the uh, Cardinals and Dolphins going over the 49. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I, we, we could talk about a, a different game than uh, what I have written down already in my, my bets. But the, the one of the other games that really in, intrigued me was I, I'm pulling up the latest because I want to make sure I. Uh, I get the correct was the the Lions and the Vikings are at 52 at home. I don't think I don't think that game's going to hit at 52. I, I think that the Lions are good, but that's a lot. I mean, you're talking like a 28, 24 Right. That's, yeah, I mean, this year everybody and their brother's been scoring, you know, and there's been a lot of scoring in Lions games. I think. I, I mean, those two teams against the spread over under. Uh, the Minnesota has hit five. They're five and two, so they've hit five of their overs at seventy percent, seventy-one percent actually. And then Detroit is four and three, so they've been hitting on fifty-seven percent of their overs. So you're looking at a combined uh, nine and five. Against the over, well, I mean, I mean, it started at fifty, and now it's all the way up to fifty-two. I, I don't like it. I'm okay. going under. I like the under there. I like, uh, the, I like I, the under there. I'm just going. I, I'm picking two games: Pittsburgh, Dallas, forty-one and a half points. I'm just taking the over only because I forty-one and a half points is just not a lot of points at all. Um, and granted, sure, Pittsburgh, like we said, their offense could slow it down and do nothing. And Dallas has no offense at all. But 41 points, I, you know, I, I think they hit that. And then Denver at Atlanta. That game right now is at 50. And Well, hold on. Your Steelers went up to 44. Uh, they're at 44. Chad, shut up. Uh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have to take them here at this point because I, I've already committed. So I, I, I like them at 41 and a half. I don't love them at 44, but that's the game that I'm going to take uh, only because 44 points is just not a lot. So, um, okay. Uh, well, actually, I, th- I think I don't know why I wrote it down. I had it at 44. Anyway, that's what I'm picking. So uh, Denver and Atlanta. This game, the over-under is at 50 points. And, uh, right, let me just make sure that I don't screw that one up either. And where we go, Falcons, Broncos, 49 points, actually. So, I don't know. I'm picking under here, and it seems like that's the way everybody else is because the under now has come down a point. But Denver's got a, a good defense, 
And Atlanta's defense isn't terrible. Atlanta's defense is 22nd. But if you break that down, then what you'll see is their passing is 29th, but their rushing is 8th. So I, I think that this will probably be a light scoring affair, and I'm picking the under there. So Pitt Dallas over, Denver Atlanta under. Survivor knockouts, I lost my pick last week. I picked the Chargers. They screwed me. I did hit my knockout. This week, I'm going Patriots for the Survivor versus the Jets. Dolphins knockout on the road versus Arizona. Yeah, I was undefeated going into last week with this, and I lost the Chargers and the Vikings. Yep, you got a double whammy. Uh, I'm going Ravens, Survivor, Cowboys, Knockout. Oh, you didn't use the Cowboys yet. Good pick there. That's a that's an easy one. Uh, all right. That wraps it up. We've been uh, shooting at the lip for way too long for a Saturday night. Why don't you go and enjoy the rest of your day? Everybody else, good luck with your bets, and we will talk to you next week. Audi 5000. Adios.